Hello and welcome to We Should Be Writing, which we should be doing. We should be writing. It's right. working on my end, loud and clear. Good, good. We had some technical difficulties this time, didn't we? And as we learned, we had some audio issues the first episode. Yes, we had some audio issues. Probably my fault. Um, I was using a backup microphone, and it clearly was not the quality I intended it to be. But and I just I have... forgot to even consider where my microphone was, and I just spoke wherever <laughs> I wanted to speak. We're writers. We're not podcasters. <laughs> no, but we're soon to be podcasters. Yeah, we're doing really well. We actually have a fan. Shout out to our Wattpad fan who asked me if we were recording, and she asked me today. Let me get her username. Dana5xReynolds. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. We're and for everyone else we know out there. I know, we are. <laughs> practically viral. Okay, so, Melissa, what are we talking about today? We're talking about character creation. <gighs> my favorite. My favorite part of the writing process. <laughs> Okay, so, so you start us out. Yes, I was going to start us out. I'm going to go through basically what my um, format is, how I go through it. And basically, the thing I start with is the names. So for me, uh, names for a character is very important. A name, whether or not it's, you know, fiction, you know, if it's a fictional language or if it's a real language, both of which have very important meanings. So meanings behind names for me are like top of my list what I need to know. So for example, um, because I'm a fan fiction writer primarily, I do have original stuff, which I'll talk about in this too. But um, my favorite character that I've created for fan fiction was an original character by the name of Adderthon. And he is, the name is Elvish, Sindarin Elvish uh, for Lord of the Rings. That's the fandom. And it means the reuniter. And I chose it before I had any idea of anything besides what he was, which is um, the union of a lot of different Elvish royal bloodlines. So I named him the Reuniter because he brought back the, the three royal houses of the elves into one line. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So all pretty much all of my characters are going to have some special meaning behind their names. Eve in Eve is um, my the Ida Quality. Back name story. <laughs> yes. Okay. So Eve, um, well, Eve is a weird one because it had unintended good consequences so i chose eve for the girl falls into middle earth silmarillion take um because well i I was writing it on new year's eve so i was like i'll just name her eve (laughs) um because the character (laughs) the character herself was had a birthday of new year's eve on in the story because she dies on her birthday because of a drunk driver um, and that was important because I was using New Year's Eve as the reason there were a ton of drunks out on the road. Yes. Um, but then it was pointed out to me later that, and I didn't, I did not intend this. Let me be clear. I'm not this smart that Eve being the first woman to be created, um, Eve in the story is the first human woman in the world. Yes. Although in, yeah, although in the story, she's not a hundred percent human anymore. But it was really cool because she was kind of the first of the quote-unquote second-born in Middle-earth. And obviously I've only read installment one of three, but judging on what (laughs) I know, she kind of comes about on the eve of terrible things happening. Yes, that's another thing. Yeah, lots of eves. Um, It was meant to be. 
it was and like like i said it was intended to a certain extent because i always have something in mind with names um whether or not it's just that i like the name how it sounds with the last name i've picked which leads me into my second point picking last names of regular people is really difficult for that me that is, is my it difficult for just you? downfall yeah okay so i figured out a little uh, idea for whoever's listening and for you um If you hear, if any of you listeners, like all two of you, hear a slobbery noise, my dog has decided to stand on my head and lick it. Oh, yes. Her dog is amazing. We should post a picture of your dog. We should, with this podcast somewhere. With this podcast. We'll post a picture of her dog. She's kind of podcasting with us. She wanted to make noise. Yes, perfect. (laughs) But back to last names. (laughs) Um, So... I started using street names. So that's a good idea. While you can't, yeah. So, well, you can't use like every street name isn't going to work, but I will sometimes just go to a city and zoom in and be like, what are the five street names in this area that I can use? And I'll use that as a last name because then you avoid the dreaded, well, I know this person. Um, exactly. So you can't use an, yeah, you can't use a last name that you know, but you don't want to use the same last name over and over again, like Smith. Yes. So, yeah, so I ended up using street names, uh, especially in um, Athena Project, the MASH fanfic. Yes. I started using street names for the wounded soldiers because they were kind of throwaway names. Exactly. Uh, I once named, yeah. um, I once got a main character's last name from a brand of chicken broth. See? There you go. I, that's what I always tell people, like, um, look at everything around you. I was once yes. given a great, some great advice, actually from Wattpad. Um, because I was, I basically asked, uh, all my followers, like, what's one great piece of writing advice you've been given? Um, and this one was to save everything, save all little yes. tiny bits of information and inspiration that you get because it'll be useful someday. Yes. And that is so true. Okay. So anyways, after names, uh, what I do is I usually, well, I mean, you've got to figure out like, who is this character? that you're talking about. So what is, what is your character going to have to do? And from there, I try to give him or her characteristics that will then inhibit the plot development. So yes, for example, Muriel, my main character from my first ever Lord of the Rings fanfic, who I love, but also I need to do some edits for (laughs) Yes, a lot. Um, But Muriel, I made specifically afraid of bugs, which is really bad for her because she lives in the wild. And so, <laughs> yeah, it's so really not good. you decided to make life difficult. I decided, exactly. And I feel like that's important for your characters. Like, you don't want your character to have an easy life. You no. want something to be wrong. And not just the massive thing that's wrong in the plot. Like, everyone, it's you need to be real and realize that, like, everyone, everyone has small... Everyone makes life hard somehow. Right. And so, <laughs> it became difficult for her because at one point she has to go into Mirkwood and face giant spiders and the whole time she's like holy crap it's a spider I can't do this <laughs> but she has to defend herself and so it was really entertaining to me to watch her do this and I personally am afraid of flying bugs so I was able to relate in some ways because she also comes across giant bees and that was that didn't go well <laughs> um you yeah yeah, right. <laughs> Not her. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> after that, um, then it comes down to what do you want your character to look like. I know a lot of people start with face claims, 
but I actually don't like face claims for the majority of my characters. No, me neither. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, especially when I'm reading another person's story. Like, I want to be able to some to create the character myself. And sometimes my characters look nothing like real people. You yes. know, uh, some or celebrities, I should say. Like, almost all of my Lord of the Rings characters don't look like anybody I know. You um, can't find one person who just perfectly looks like them. Right. Exactly. People go about it wrong and they start with face claims when they should be, if they do face claims at all, ending with face claims and having them be, this is similar to what mine looks like. Because yes, you want, you, exactly. But even in the, like in the movie business, you're not just going to be able to get the exact person you want as your actor or actress. No, ba- and if you're choosing an actor based on looks, like that's a terrible way to go about it. Yeah, it's that's like horrible. Who, like that's not what you want to do. It's like who kind of embodies them like with their spirit. Right. Like do looks play into it? Yes. Yes. But exactly. hair color can be dyed. Hair color can be dyed. Um hair color can be dyed and people can be made to look shorter or taller. Like there's always if if there's an actor or an actress who fits a part, that yeah, should I be mean, because eye of their color act. can be changed. Yeah, yes. eye color absolutely. They can even lighten and darken skin tones. Yes. Um, yeah, so I personally don't like face claims. I used... The only time I like to have a face claim is if I'm procrastinating writing, you know, like this. Um, except <laughs> if I'm making aesthetics and, like, storyboards. Yeah, I do like to find people on <laughs> Pinterest. We should be writing. We yeah. should be writing. I do like but to find instead people... Because I have storyboards on Pinterest as well. And uh, mm-hmm. I do like to find people like, oh, this is kind of what they look like, just because to me it kind of creates a theme of the person. Right. But it's not like claiming this is exactly what they look like. Right, exactly. Like, even though, like, I used Katie McGrath, um, who is, I knew originally from the Merlin fandom as Morgana, but I, she kind of embodies what I envision the character of Nellie O'Hara to be, um, yeah. taller, really fair-skinned, like, Irish in origin, um, even though Nellie is American, she definitely has an Irish heritage, I mean, you can tell by the name. Yes. Um, but, so, like, I have pictures of her in the storyboard, but that's more just, like, this is kind of the idea I'm going for, not this is exactly who she, what she looks like. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, so once I have, um, yeah, I mean, so to me, looks are actually kind of the last thing I, I think of. I mean, I might have an idea early on, but yeah. it's like, like, especially when I'm picking names, I tend to know, you know, ethnicity especially is important. Um, yes, it is. Things like that. But beyond that, I don't like narrow down exactly what someone looks like until after I've figured out kind of who they are as a character, as a person. Yes. But what about you, Melissa? What do you do? Okay. Because you do a lot more original character in, you know, original writing. You don't do fan fiction. No, well, I did one. Did you ever see the old fan fiction I put on Wattpad? No. Oh, it's in my uh, childhood stories book. It's a, oh. it's a Lord of the Rings fan fiction, no less. No way. All right. Everybody, after you listen to this podcast, go find it, because that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> um, rest in peace, and God be with you. Okay, so how do I, so how do I go about it? Is that your question? Yeah, exactly. Okay, um, I'm pretty sure I start with names like you. Um, my names do not necessarily have any meaning except the last name 
of the main characters in my book coming out did have a meaning. Um, and then I just, it was all names I liked. Names I just simply liked. Or I, I actually have this thing on Wattpad of where everybody got their names. Like, names I had heard. Um, I found this notebook from, like, a really long time ago where I had written this unusual names list. And I used that. And then, so it's just, I just start with names to me because that's, like, a really important part. And then, other than that, as far as, like, personality we didn't really touch on like character personality yet Mm. um like with you we didn't talk about how you come up with your character's personalities right but um the really the only way i can do that is like i come up with a few traits and those traits probably will never make it into the final draft (laughs) the only way i can formulate a character is by writing them terribly like for a long time and then they just slowly start shaping themselves and then right, kind of they mold. yes exactly yeah i guess for me um my personality is my characters i have a to me a personality is a summation of the goals that the character has yes. and how the character works towards achieving them and, and so and then my what gets in the way of their goals also as well right exactly and how they react so i never really start out with like like, I find it, like, when you play Dungeons and Dragons, you kind of set up traits and things like that. I never really do that for my characters. It's more just, like, how do they react? You know, honestly, I think the biggest way my characters form a personality is how they interact with other characters. Yes, and dialogue. Yes, dialogue is huge. through dialogue because I'll start to notice, like, this one character is saying these, like, saying the, they respond this way, like, more than once. There's a pattern establishing. So then I... I pick up on that and I keep going with it. Yes, exactly. I love dialogue. It serves so many purposes. And we will do one of these on dialogue, I'm sure. Yes, because my books, I don't know if my books have more dialogue than more or less dialogue or average dialogue. I really don't know. Mm -hmm. We'll find out when we read it. We will. You will find out. You can (laughs) read it and find out if I write a lot of dialogue. Yeah, it's like two, it's like a month and a half, two months away. I think it's like seven weeks. I just counted. Or it'll be seven weeks on, I don't remember what day. Tuesday, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I think it comes that's up so exciting. Tuesday. Okay, so now you said we could briefly touch on our favorite characters. Are you ready to move on to that? Yes, absolutely. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? Um, You start because I'm not 100% sure what you mean by it. Okay, <laughs> so what I meant by our what... favorites or favorites that we've yes, read? yes, like ones that we've created. Oh, our favorites that we've created. Okay. Oh, like talk about yeah. our characters' personalities. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so my a couple of my favorites. Um, one would have to be my most recent, which is Nellie O'Hara, that I've already mentioned briefly, and in the last one, I think I mentioned her uh, when we started okay. talking about Mash. Yes. Um, I think. I think what makes me love Nellie so much is that she, as we talked about, really is developing through um, communication with, with Hawkeye and MASH specifically Hawkeye and, and BJ and Margaret. Um, The, for those of you who are listening and don't know MASH, um, those are the surgeons and the head nurse. Or just go watch MASH. Yeah. Or just go watch MASH. I can't recommend that enough. Um, if you don't want to watch MASH, feel free to come read my story and I'll introduce you. 
but <laughs> you like that little plug there yes i did i like that, that. was very professionally done thanks i'm really about self-promotion i think everyone should promote themselves because no one else is going to promote it for you <laughs> that's the truth <laughs> it's, it is um but nelly is she's it's a really fun project for me because she's like what i love about feminism which is it's it's what I guess it's more of radical feminism than like a liberal feminism. Yes. Um. So, yeah. It's the idea that it's specific. I mean, it's 1950s in America, even though you know it takes place in Korea. But um, it's basically 1950s America in which you know women are just starting. I mean, they've come out of uh, World War II having done a ton of the men's jobs at home, and so they're just starting to get that taste of freedom. But they've kind of fallen back into doing. Um, classic women's housework because it's the 50s and so you know everybody's about um, it's like the innocent per- perfect era which it really wasn't if you no. read about it. I mean the, the Korean War was going on so and uh, you know, the South not. was in turmoil yeah I mean it was crazy I mean, yeah it was before it was before the civil rights movement and yes yeah it was it was crazy but we don't see that um, a lot of times the 50s is pictured as this blissful era like what was which it was TV shows yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, there were there were women who were doctors in at that point, but they weren't they were few and far between. And I mean, you can only imagine how difficult it must have been for them to make a living. Yes. And so my mom uh, has even said, like, growing up, there just there were no women doctors around and like people didn't want to go to women because they weren't used to it. Right, exactly. That's the whole thing. Like, even if, even if you got through med school and became a woman, a female doctor, no one would go to you because it wasn't trusted. Like, like, how could a woman be a doctor? Which is so bizarre to me. Right, Right, exactly. Like, it wasn't even just the men. It was the women who were thinking, oh, this isn't right, you know? Yes. Um, So Nellie has been an interesting case because it's seeing the extreme of what someone will go to to receive recognition in his or her field. Um, in her case, being willing to fictionally, obviously, women weren't allowed in the military, um, except as nurses, and that was a volunteer basis. But um, she's willing to join and go into a war zone. I mean, she's not on the front lines, but she is in a war zone. Yes. Uh, and to help, not it's really she knows, and she makes it very clear. While she is there to help people, you know, she didn't come because she's a particularly patriotic American. She came because she's trying to become an expert in her field and be recognized. And I thought that was really cool because, you know, she doesn't hate men for it. She recognizes that it's a trial she has to deal with. And she is fully willing and able to use the the help of men in her field who support her to advance up the social ladder. Yes. So I've really enjoyed um, And she has a fantastic she doesn't like to lose and so putting that up against other characters who really don't like to lose has been super fun because it's creating drama the swamp um, rat drama swamp rat drama yes so much drama in the swamp rat swamp rat race uh, <laughs> the swamp yeah there you go um and real quick to mention to go off of mash characters um i wish i could do a whole podcast on mash characters maybe we a mash cast we, okay, we're gonna do a mash cast, so I won't bore <laughs> fill in this, this episode with mash. 
Um, but someday I will touch on why I think the other characters in MASH are like the best developed characters I've come across. So yeah, that would be probably your characters I've developed. So what about you? Of me? Of mine? Yeah, what's your particular favorite that you've developed? Um, so this has been really interesting because um, my the sto- I'm, I'm going to focus on the books coming out because they're the only things I've written like recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, there are four points of view, not in the first one. In the first book, there's only one. The second book has three points of view and the third book has four points of view. And so mm. those four obviously are the most well-developed. And this is funny because my favorite one is named Elowen, and everybody thinks she's named after Eowyn in Lord of the Rings and that I just added an L. But actually, in real life, I knew somebody named Elowen. And oh, that's a so name. It's named, so she's named after her. That's where I got it. But anyway, um, she is actually my favorite. Like, if, if somebody said, which character do you wish you were like? I would say Elowen. But then what's funny is that in all the reviews, nobody yet has said that she's their favorite. Oh. <laughs> Elowen is getting, like, like in most of the reviews, like, no, you wouldn't even know there is an Elowen. Aww. So, Elowen. Well, you know what? Yeah. Those of us who are listening, we should try and pick out Elowen and see how much we love her. You should. I'm looking forward for you because you, you did not read to the point where she arrives. No, 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 no. But yeah, so those four, I would say, I kind of got off track talking about that, but those, the four, which are Gabriel, Wren, Hollis, and Elowen, are the ones that I would call the most well-developed. What's the fourth? Elowen. Elowen, yeah. Okay. Awesome. I was gonna, oh, you know what, I forgot now. I'm thinking about, I was thinking about writing, and I'm like, oh, we, I should get back to it. No, we literally um, just wing this whole thing. I know, but I think it turns out well. I hope people think it turns it out well. Um, I mean, we're just, we're just chatting about writing. Think of us sitting around with a cup of coffee talking about writing, or tea. Yes. If that's what you like. I don't like coffee. <laughs> Neither do I. It's... We're so anti-writer. We don't, we don't like coffee. I like cold drinks best. <laughs> I do. I like cold. Why drinks. are we talking about this? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, oh, I was gonna. I remember now. This is why. That's why we got off topic, so I could remember the topic. It was. Um, I was gonna say you were talking about how you named Elowen. Um, I named Nelly because well, a couple things. One, I was looking through you know 1950s names, but it was really more like 1930s names because she's been exactly that would be when she was born. It was more like 1910, 1920s names. 1920, 1930. Yeah. And so um, I didn't find one I particularly loved that was popular in America. Uh-huh. But I remembered um, Nellie was Samantha, the American Girl Doll's best friend. There you um, go. So, <laughs> so I looked up the history of the name Nellie, and it was popular around that time, uh, around the time I was looking for it in England. That is so so I went with Yeah. But it was thanks to American Girl Doll that she was named Nellie. And then O'Hara. <laughs> O'Hara was because um, I went to private school, as you know. Um, and we had one uniform store for all the Catholic school systems in the area. And it was called Flynn and O'Hara. And I remember going, you would go there every summer to pick out your uniforms. And it was everyone 
in the entire county area would come to find their uniforms. Uh-huh. And I loved the name O'Hara. And I was like, Nellie O'Hara. There, there we go. go. Okay. Would you <laughs> All want right. me to tell a really weird story about a character's name and how it, like, changed a yeah. narrative? Okay. This is kind of a long story. Yeah. But, That's okay. okay. We've got a long podcast. So one of the one of the four main characters that I just mentioned, her name is Ren. How do you think Ren is spelled? Probably W R E N. I mean, if it's classic. Yes, that's how it started. She was W R E N. This is like four and a half years ago, by the way. <laughs> and I, it just was so wrong to me. I was, I didn't like it with the W. It just, mm-hmm. I couldn't get her right. It all felt weird. And I knocked the W off and just, I, I was just like, just get rid of the W. And so it was Arian. And um, that made a lot more sense. That, that just felt right to me. I really liked that spelling. Mm. Like all of a sudden I had a better idea of who she was without the W, which is so weird. Yeah. But, um, but then, then, so even though it's a fantasy world, they kind they have like normal-ish names. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I thought, well, how can I explain you know, R-E-N, like, especially for a girl. And so I thought, what could, what could that be short for? And then I thought, Catherine. <gasps> so it's like a nickname for Catherine, like Wren. Yeah. Then, however, I had already considered naming their mom Catherine. And so then I thought, well, their mom named her after herself. And then Wren wanted to strip away from that and have her own name. And so then that created, like, and then I was like, but why would she be so desperate to strip away from her mom? So that created this whole, like, conflict between them, which ends up being, like, one of literally the main points of all three books. Wow. And then, so then, and then the youngest one is Patch, and I always said that was short for Patrick. And that's actually named after a boy named Patch in a book that I read that I loved. But, so then I thought, well, if she's, nick- if she's nicknamed Wren for this reason, why is he nicknamed Patch? And so I came right. up with, see, in the book, um, their mom died, like, right after Patch was born, which that's all I'm going to say about it, because it's so spoilery. Okay. But, um, so I thought, she's, she is, she named him Patrick. So then Ren, because she's had this conflict with her mom for so long, her mom has left behind this boy, and Ren's going to want to, like, change the name that her mom gave him. Right. So she started calling him Patch. And I don't know, it just created, like, this huge narrative that I literally did not have in the Conflict. story. Conflict. Conflict. <laughs> conflict. Okay, that's the correct word. That's the correct word. <laughs> yeah. Not well, no, but conflict makes, conflict is what makes us right. Yeah. I mean, isn't exactly. it, like, you, a character without conflict is a pointless character. Exactly. Get rid of it. You know? Actually, that story would be, like, so much better if you knew all three books. <laughs> well, I will. Someday. But alas, Hopefully. I must wait. Alas, you must wait. So if if you had, right. you could have read it all on Wattpad, it was there. There were all three there. I know, I know. It's my biggest, deepest regret. <laughs> you will never have read. It really them. is. You never will have. But read I them. never read them. Edited Wattpad drafts. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I never got to read the raw Melissa Book of Secrets and the rest. Yes. But anyway, all right, but let's do. <laughs> that's a great story thank you for sharing you're welcome i uh, thought it was a strong right. story so yeah, it worked well yes okay keep going okay now, now we're going to ask questions we can do it off the top of our head oh, I questions the speed date 
<laughs> yes, exactly. We're going to speed date each other's characters. So, like, like if you're dating, we don't co- you don't come with a list of questions. So, you can feel free to ask me questions, or I can ask you questions. I'm gonna do my character that you're gonna interview is Nelly. I want to see how well I know Nelly. <laughs> I was gonna do Nelly. Now, you <laughs> okay, choose, you choose which character of mine you want to interview. All right, I want to interview Elwin. Elwin, okay, awesome. <laughs> you're like yes. Okay. Although Kath, although Ren, Ren would be interesting to find out more about Catherine, but I don't want spoilers. Yeah, Ren is very spoilery. So let's do Elowen. Okay. Okay. So do you want to ask questions first, or do you want I me start. to? No, actually, okay. I start because then I get a feel for like the type of questions. <laughs> okay, you start. Okay, and do you want to go back and forth, or do you want me to just ask like let's go six questions, forth. seven questions? Let's go back and forth. Okay. So number one, Elowen. What is her favorite color? That was what I was going to ask for Nelly first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Elowen's favorite color would be pink because she thinks, like, real women wear pink. Aw, that's so cute. Okay. So, <laughs> Nelly, I was, gonna, I was literally going to ask Nelly's favorite color, so let's just roll with it. Okay, favorite color? Um, oh, I don't think I've given an answer for this, so I really hope I haven't because I've been going back and forth. Um, I think it's red. That seems like, yeah, because of that, like, splotch of red on the cover. Right, exactly. Okay. Okay. Um, Elowen, um, who inspires her and why? She would be very inspired. Elowen's, like, a big feminist, to be honest. Um, (laughs) so she would be, like, incredibly inspired by Nellie. She would love Nellie. Also, oh, I'm awesome. I to talk into the microphone. I just realized. But, um. You're fine. What? You're fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> I've been able to hear you. Okay. She would be very inspired. So there's this, um, there is actually in the book, she talks about one person who inspires her. So she would just be inspired by like any woman who has done great things or like helped a lot of people. So she, she would be inspired by Nellie, for example. <laughs> oh, okay. Nelly appreciates it. Nelly does. Okay. N- question for Nelly. What will she, where will she want to go first when she gets back home to America? Oh, that's a really hard one. Okay. <laughs> that's a good one. Um Baltimore. She'd want to go back and see her brother. That would definitely be stop number 1. Um, she and her brother are extremely close. Yes. And um, I think it'll especially be even more meaningful because, spoiler alert, um, her brother, you find out, was very much affected by his time during World War II. And so Nellie, presumably also having trauma from the war, like everyone who goes to war basically does, um, is going to want that companionship and understanding that her brother um, her brother contains. Yes. Yeah, Do we so ever Baltimore. get to see her go home? I haven't decided. Oh, um, I vote yes. Because I don't want to spoiler, I mean, I don't want to reach the finale. Oh. Because the finale is just depressing. What, you're going to write I'm gonna the have finale? To... Well, I'm going to have to change it, because I'm not letting the bus incident happen. <laughs> like, that's not happening. I wholeheartedly approve of that okay but i would like to see i mean this goes back to the fact that i don't know if 
all these things you people listening you find out like i don't really know <laughs> what if what's going on between nelly and hawkeye exactly. if that's going to be romance i have no idea if that's going to be a romance or if that's just going to be like bffs forever um but if i mean if she ends up with hawkeye then i have no idea like i have zero idea i mean presumably they go back to the states but then i don't know where they would go from there they would i don't go, think they she has with bj they would yes yes <laughs> san francisco and, and then she could live near you better build a mansion yes <laughs> charles will build them a mansion yes with his winchester money winchester <laughs> okay <laughs> exactly anyways elowin <laughs> after that foray into bash um <laughs> we have to be restrained we do <laughs> okay um uh elowin do, uh, so you mentioned Patch being oh no that's that's Ren that's Ren I need see I these characters well enough I'm um, so I know it would be helpful if you had the book like sitting in front of you no which I don't not yet I could um okay Ellen, does she like her name yes she probably does <laughs> Ellen does like her name yes cool yeah she wouldn't want to change it she has no problem with her name because it's definitely her own name. She's not named after anyone. Does she have value in, like, her identity kind of thing? Oh, definitely. Because she actually, like, her family was in, like, it goes back to royalty a really long time ago. and Well, actually, it still is. Like, her dad was the king, but he got murdered. And that's, like, a really long story. <laughs> but, um, yes, yeah, she's, like, extremely proud. Of- <laughs> yes, yeah, spoiler alert. Well, actually, that's mentioned in, like, chapter one. So, because <laughs> oh, okay. it was, like, a- she was tiny. She barely remembers him. But, um... Yes, she's, like, really proud of her family name and her family heritage, and she would not want to be distanced from it. Very cool. Okay, question for Nellie. What Mm -hmm. is Nellie's... Okay, if this is mentioned in the story and I just don't remember, I get to ask another one. (laughs) Sounds good. What is Nellie's middle name? Oh, no, you asked that. That is something I have not decided yet. Ellen doesn't Um, have one either. Yeah, I I know she has one, but I have not picked one yet. That is def, but yes, that's something actually recently I've been thinking about. Yes. Um, I have not determined. I'm. It was interesting you said Catherine. I was considering Catherine, oh, Nellie Catherine. Nice. I think. Yeah. So that's probably what it's going to end up being. But no, I have not yet picked one. Okay. Your All right. Um, let's see. I'm trying do, to think. Do you want to each do one more? Sure, I'm trying to think, what do people ask on a speed date? I um, barely knew what a speed date was before this, so. Yeah. Um, okay, how about Elowen? Does she have a favorite food or, like, in, in that kind of line of thinking? Because um, I was thinking, like, travel. Does she, how about this? What are her big plans? Does she want to travel? Does she want to stay where she is? Because um, you said she likes or like How sort did of you get dish. there from food? Because I was thinking of travel. I was thinking okay, like, like what's she... your favorite region to eat in? Okay, I see. But yeah, now, let's stick with um what you're asking. Her plans. Okay, so her title is um Warden of the West March, which is Ooh. like it's like a state trooper or a ranger or something like to, on a much more magnified scale. Um, but she does not necessarily want to do that. Elowen would, like, most definitely, if she could choose, um, she would go to, like, she would 
go to a university. She'd major in like foreign affairs or something. She ends up being very good at foreign affairs. Hmm. And she would have some kind of job where she was like publicly speaking a lot and working things out, like a diplomatic job. That very is very cool. What I mean, and the, and in the beginning of the story, she's still so young, you know. But right. um, as she grew older, that is doubtlessly what she would want to do. Very cool. Or also some kind of humanitarian job. She would be really into that. Cool. Okay. Should I ask? All right, last question. Okay. Your question gave me this idea. So is there anything Nellie wanted to do besides being a doctor? Like, did she have trouble deciding? Was there anything else? I don't think there was a single doubt in her mind. Um, I, I would say... When when she because I did mention that she kind of wanted to be a doctor since she was really little. Um, yeah. I think she was to her it fa- it was fascinating. Like she's very as much she's very logically driven. Yeah. Um. And so to her, finding answers was found through sciences, particularly through medicine. Um. And I really actually like in the show in Mash. Um, Speaking of, of which. Colonel Potter um, mentions there's a specific scene where he mentions when he wanted what what sparked him to want to become a surgeon Um, and the idea of he inside something and got to see like the intricacies of the human body but in his in his case intricacies of an animal Um, and I think it was very similar for Nellie I think at some point she learned about this thing that could allow her to find out what let what lets humanity tick um and she wanted to know that yes um and um she did come up she did come up against um a lot of i mean obviously a lot of trouble trying becoming a doctor um and i made that specifically come from her mom and not from her dad because i didn't want it to be seen as as like males you know beating her down because she's a woman i thought it was I wanted to highlight the fact that it's just as much the women in the 1950s that were holding back other women. Oh, exactly. Um, and so her mom was like, no, I, you know, I want grandchildren. I want house. You need to know how to do housework. But her dad and her brother were very much like, hey, you know, be who you want to be and go for it. Which then, of course, I mean, her parents, spoiler, <laughs> her parents are dead by the time the story starts. And it's just her and her brother. And her brother is still, despite his struggles with the PTSD and all that kind of stuff, is trying to get her to do her thing. So I don't think she ever really considered anything else. Yes, for good reason. Yeah. Being a doctor sounds like awesome. And it created a great story. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, so I guess that's it. I didn't have much else planned. Did well, you have anything else planned? Well, this is the longest planned? podcast ever, even though there's only been two. That's right. We'll hopefully not. We'll never go over forty-five minutes. Hopefully, because no. unless it's the mash cast, will probably be like three hours long. <laughs> it's probably gonna be forever. <laughs> Do it on your commutes. <laughs> the mash cast extravaganza. Yeah, exactly. That one's gonna. Take- we'll have to plan that one. Yes, yeah, maybe our like fifteenth episode or something is the mash cast. <laughs> like three hours long about mash. Explain. <laughs> Trust me. MASH has the best writing and character development of any show I have ever experienced. Save it Bar for the MASH cast. Sorry, yes. Okay. <laughs> we will have to 
goodbye. All right. I'll see you guys. Thanks for listening. Again, this is We Should Be Writing, which we should be doing right now. I should probably go write. But she's probably going to watch MASH, and I'm probably going to join her later today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we can pretend like we're going to go write. Let's pretend. Okay. I actually might for Bye. a second. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to go write. Bye. <laughs> wink, wink. Bye. Thanks for joining us.